following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and the chase for the NBA title is in full swing mode. And there's a huge offer for new customers right now who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up, and those new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Just download the Draft. DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you also can hear the free online stream. That happens weekdays, 3 until 6. And on the iHeart app, anywhere in America, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live. Inside this broadcast, I'll drop a huge opinion on the Miami Heat. Team basketball is winning in the NBA, and you play a little defense. And you have coaches who actually game plan and make adjustments in-game. It's a beautiful thing in the NBA. An eight seed in Miami, Boston down 3-zip, 0-3. They're done. We'll get to the PGA Championship. Mark Wilson, he is a PGA Rules official and also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. He'll join us in studio. Ton to talk about from the weekend in Rochester, New York. What about Brooks Kepka, fifth major? He's among the elite in golf history. And then the Michael Block story for all of us amateurs, hackers, whatever you want to say. He's a PGA professional. So it wasn't like this guy won a qualifier, came off the street, worked at an auto body shop and decided he's going to finish top 15 in the PGA. But it was the emotion, the crowd. You got a blue collar city in Rochester. A lot of Buffalo Bills fans there in western New York. And the way CBS delivered it on TV and then how Block delivered the hole-in-one and then the up-and-down, which was amazing. Jim Nance called it one of the all-time up-and-downs that he's seen in tournament play. It was a phenomenal shot and putt and the roar of the crowd and his emotion and his clubhouse back at his home golf course in Mission Viejo. It was a great day for the game. And you get controversy afterwards because Brooks Kepka. you know, think about it. He's close to winning two majors. We'll talk to Mark about that in a moment. Augusta, he blew it. The final nine. Rahm won that. 
Then Michael Block, it just I I loved it. I, I locked in for about four and a half hours of golf, and I had emotions all over the place. I had waterworks going. We we cheer for an underdog. That's what he was. He is a PGA pro, PGA professional. But we we cheer for the underdog. And then they replayed the roar he had when he began the day, and he's paired with Royal Ma- Rory McIlroy, one of the greatest of all time. And Rory showed his class because he was enjoying the ride with Block. That's what made it special. I don't know if Brooks Kepka, if that was Brooks Kepka and Michael Block, if it would have been the same type of, hey, I'm enjoying it. But then Rory knew he wasn't really in the hunt to win it uh, after the first nine, so we'll, we'll get to a lot of golf storylines. Uh, the Shemi Shembeckler story, the anti-Michigan fans over the weekend just crushing the social networks. How could they hire somebody when they didn't vet them on the social networks? My God, this is just one of the darkest days in Michigan football history. The guy wasn't there a week. How can you vet if you have to go through an employee's entire social network history? Yeah, and what he said, I agree. He should have been fired. I don't think he should have had the option to resign. But what does it do? You know, again, attorneys say don't fire him, make him resign. I wasn't there in the room with Manuel, the Michigan AD, or Harbaugh. He didn't have any input or major connection or do anything. For Michigan football, but here it comes, piling on. Oh, my God. For the Michigan State fans on Twitter, it's like they won the Rose Bowl again. They won the Shemi Bowl. They won the Shemi Bowl. And then people are trying to say, well, that he learned it from his dad. Oh, great. That's nice. Yeah. His dad was big on Twitter. That was alive and well back in the 70s. Gosh. And I, I did a short, huge opinion. I said, look, once they found out the tweets that were totally insensitive, racial overtones, all that, they got rid of him. Well, he resigned. I, I would have fired him. That's the only thing. But you're there for four days. I mean, we've all had those jobs where you've had them for a day or two. They go, hey, Bill, man, we appreciate you doing a really good job with the drive through You sound good on the microphone, but... You keep putting five bucks in your pocket every time you put 15 in the till. We're going to have to fire you. Okay. Four days? And we looked at your Twitter account. You talk about yourself way too much. We don't want that here at Burger World. (laughs) So what's the issue? I said slow outside of PGA Championship. Seriously, nobody wants a Preakness. Tigers didn't play well in Washington. It was just a slow weekend. So you got the Shemi Bowl. Congrats to the Michigan State fans. Shemi was canned. A Schembechler fired in Ann Arbor. He wasn't fired because he resigned. Oh, he only had to resign because his dad is Bo or whatever. My God. Sometimes when I read Twitter, I go, why am I on this? And I'm on it because we have had a huge show and I'm in the media. And I do a statewide show. And there are some really good sides to Twitter. When I find one, I'll let you know. Gosh. Yeah, and I did pick the Celtics. So don't ride me on that. So we'll talk NBA playoffs later. 
We got Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on the Shemmy Bowl that the MSU fans are celebrating. They won. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel and our friends from DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids gave us a pair of tickets to see the legendary Dave Mason in concert this Thursday. Is that correct, Superfly? We'll give away a pair of tickets coming up to Dave Mason. Is that, do you have a song that we can just disagree? Does he have a song? You don't know that. You don't know anything. You were born. Mark Wilson, PGA, rules official, part of the Ferris State University prestigious golf management program. Are you a Dave Mason fan? Uh, a little bit. Does he have a song, We Can Just Disagree or Agree? Yeah. What's it right. called? What's the title of it? Isn't it We Can Disagree? Yeah, that's it. There we go. It's not? No. Now you're, now you're trumping the man that knows everything? I don't got my phone. My phone's left in my car. That's horrible. My phone is left in my car. I, I feel I feel really weird. First time I've ever done a show without... What are you saying, Brett? We just disagree. There you go. Thank you. you go. Well, yeah. So Mark wasn't wrong. You were giving him the wrong look. Yeah, I, this guy, when it comes to info, he's never been wrong. Brett, what are you doing? You gave him the waving of the phone wrong look. <laughs> Oh, Mark, can anything just be normal with this show? No, that's all right. And, you know, music isn't necessarily my strong suit. But you were close. I knew I, I was close. I know there was something about agree or disagree, so I, I passed the hot potato to Hugh. You kind of juggled it a little bit, and here comes Superfly Googling 100 miles an hour, waving the phone like, no, no, Mark isn't right. And it was. Thank you, Superfly. And I turned up your mic. I think I had some guilt over the weekend that Anthony Clark, the 25-year-old out of Grand Valley, has had more studio time than you, that I do have to turn up your mic every once in a while instead of just talking to you through the glass. So there you go. Your, your little pouty pants episodes with one of our NBA playoff insiders. Kid's young, went to Grand Valley, got a degree working at our sister station to our flagship station, 96 won the game. So, Mark, little did you know when you came up the elevator today that your first question would not be about the PGA Championship. That only happens on the HUGE show. We have a PGA rules official in here, works in the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State, and I need to find out what song Dave Mason has that has the word disagree in it. And thank you. You're welcome. I didn't expect it. Well, uh, and I didn't expect what I watched yesterday. Really, if you go back... To the start of the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, and I know we talked on Thursday and Friday that you know it looked like Scheffler, uh, but he he has something going on with his putting right now. You can see it visually bothering him. And then Kepka on Friday kind of had the pulse at okay, you know, will he hang around? Could that be incredible drama if the Live Golf Tour? Had a PGA champion on Sunday evening, which they did in Kepka, and we'll get to the Ryder Cup debate, which is part of the PGA of America. But you know, Brooks Kepka earned it. Uh, it looked like Hovland was coming, and then he hit that face of that bunker. Uh, Scheffler uh, couldn't make any putts, and Brooks Kepka pockets over $3 million and joins a very exclusive club. Really exclusive club now with five majors and three PGA championships. So... Only in front of him in terms of PGA championships now are uh, Walter Hagen, Nicholas, and Tiger Woods. Mm. 
Hagen and Nicholas with four, and five, company? and Woods with four, and and now uh, uh, that's right, Brooks Ke- Kepka with three. So he ties. It really is incredible with this one win. You think about it now. He ties Sam Snead and Gene Saracen with three PGA championships, and only ahead of him are Woods, Nicholas, and Hagen. Palmer's the only guy not on that list. Pa- and Palmer never won a PGA championship. That's interesting, isn't yes, it? Yes, right. There, there's, you know, and, of course, that's why. There's only five players who've won the Grand Slam, and somebody's always missing something in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of the majors. So in, the, in watching the end of it, and we'll get to the Michael Block story in a moment because you're a PGA golf professional as well, That and you spent many years with the Watermark uh, Golf Club, but when it ended and they started showing where he moved into the neighborhood, it was amazing how his status, not, not only being a major winner on a Sunday in Rochester, New York, but how from me just as a golf fan and sports fan and then the media guy, how his status just really elevated when they're showing graphic after graphic on uh, the company he's keeping now when it comes to majors. Yeah, absolutely. You know, now he's won more majors than anyone winning in the state of New York. Jim Barnes won two, Saracen won two, Hagen two, Kepka three. And he brought that up. New York's been very good to me. New York has been good to him. He won at Shinnecock, of course, the U.S. Open. And then he won 2019 PGA, which was the first May PGA championship when they switched over from August to May. Uh, he, he won it, uh, at Beth Page. Uh, and he's won on some great golf courses, if you think about it. Won that U.S. Open at Shinnecock. Then those three PGAs, Belle Reve, Beth Page Black, mm. and, and, and then yesterday at Oak Hill. So really, Aaron Hills is sort of the maybe one-off from a gr- great championship test where he won the U.S. Open of his five majors. And the one thing you can say that when the courses get tougher, Kepka and he battled through the injuries the last two years, which we'll get to later, but tough courses seem to give Kepka an edge. I think it's two things. Tough courses give Kepka an edge and obviously sort of separate out the rest of the field. And uh, those rough conditions that were there and, and uh, you know, tight fairways, uh, that all sort of plays into his hands, but also makes it difficult for some of the rest of the field to keep up in a manner of speaking. Uh, do you agree with me that there's, uh, Scheffler has some mental games going on right now with his putting? Yes, Scheffler's putting obviously is, is an issue. Uh, and, uh, you know, but the game comes and goes. And, and I think you know that. Anybody who plays the game knows that, you know, it's in and it's out. And really, uh, except for maybe a couple of holes on Saturday, he could have been right in it when you think about it on Sunday. Made a pretty good comeback shooting 65 yesterday. And the thing about Kepka talked all week about uh, failing at the Masters, having that lead and blowing it, and Rom stormed back and won the green jacket at Augusta back in April in his focus. And the way when it looked like Hovland was coming or Scheffler's a – you know, a, a big birdie putt away from, you know, tying things up. And Kepka just calm, cool, steady, uh, just kept answering with key par putts and the birdies when he needed them. Yeah, absolutely. And it was really nice back and forth yesterday with Hovland. Sometimes a final round doesn't play out that way. You know, one player will play well and the other will kind of fall back. But in this case, really Hovland sort of matched 
Kepka all day long. They make a birdie or a bogey and kind of on top of each other and obviously stayed close till the 16th hole. I think really pivotally, 13 was really important. That par putt that Kepka made, that 10-footer, uh, that he made on 13 was quite important because uh, Hovland obviously birdied there. And then that beautiful tee shot that Kepka hit on 14, to, he, he technically wasn't on the green, but he was on the fringe to make that fairly easy birdie. And, and then 16 sort of ended it, obviously, for, for Victor Hovland with the uh, ball that he embedded in the face of the bunker. It was interesting. I, I, I didn't know if you embed the – and you're a PJ Rules official – First time I had heard this, if if it buries in the face of that bunker, it's not a penalty stroke? Or is that what they were saying? I was trying to get it with the rules official. They're using their club. They're trying to mark Hovland's ball, but it, it was not a penalty by moving it, right? Correct. And the same was true with Corey Connors. It was ironic how similar those two shots were, Saturday and Sunday, but the key to it in the rules of golf is that the bunker is defined as the sand area. So just slightly above it, that grass face or any wall or lip that would be made out of earth would not be part of the bunker. And so it would be considered part of the general area. That's the term that you use. And when the ball embeds in the general area, there's free relief. If that ball had embedded in sand in the bunker, then the story's different. The player would have to take a penalty stroke and treat the ball as unplayable. But in this case, and in Corey Connors' case on Saturday, they were determined to be in the grass face, which is not part of the bunker, and so the free drop. I went back looking at scorecards on balls buried in the face of a bunker. I think I've lowered my handicap to minus two right now. I think I'm that good. I, I did not. I, I, that's why I love watching golf. And, you know, you look at how they swing and you pick up things and when they said it won't be a penalty and I'm like really that's weird yes and uh, again because it's man made that'd be the bunkers man made is that part of it well it's the it's in other words it's in the grass face so that's not part of the bunker if it was buried in the sand in the bunker that would be different then the player would have to take a penalty stroke for relief they couldn't play the ball but picture it just as same as if it had buried in the rough that's free. That ball is considered embedded in the general area, and that's a free drop. That's free release. So if, if there's a wet, uh, so if it's a, a wet day, you're playing golf. Yes. And you hit a, a high shot because yes. you're trying to get to the green. Yes. And the ball buries green side in the rough. Yes. Plugs. Plugs. You're allowed to move it without penalty. Yes. You'd lift the ball. You can clean it. And then just drop it in the relief area, which is new for 2019, which is basically that half circle that's behind, right behind the ball. Free. I did not know that. Yeah, there's no penalty. You know what's great is that we're not even talking about Kepka or Michael Block anymore. We're talking about Bill being able to save shots. Exactly. Uh, playing golf. But these are things that people, I, I did not know when, yes. when, when, it, when he did that. And then you could tell Hovland's body language. He knew he had the shot, and he's played well in his last three majors. He's I think played, top ten in all three, right? He's played extremely well, and you know we're kind of going to wonder now: is he the next Xander Shoffley? Always close and always in contention. When maybe will Victor kind of turn the corner in that regard? Yeah, but Shuffler, you know the game of golf better than most, Mark. When the putter gets in, putter and driver, when they get in your head. That 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 can that's not an overnight thing. No, it's that's it's, not that's not a flip switch. Hey, we're back, right? That's right. 
And, you know, it's interesting because Scheffler was playing well early in the year. So it does. It well, he's still finished goes. second as much yeah. as we want to question his partner. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's still collected right. like a million five or a million three, <clears throat> whatever it was. He finished tied for second uh, with Ovlin. Yeah, and shot 65 yesterday. And, but we're five under. But he's been so good. Yes. That, that you're, 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 now you're nitpicking like, well, he needs to make more pots. You expect more. Yeah, that was a fantastic course layout. Just good crowd. P.J., Majors on the tour are just, and you've worked a lot of them. How many majors have you worked now? And, uh, 67 majors. Wow. 30 PGA champions. Yeah, Brooks Kepka only has five major victories. 67 majors. Well, I didn't win any of those. I worked them. You're a winner in my book, Mark. When you were there, you showed up. You're a winner. 67. A legendary. He's in the uh, Michigan Golf Hall of Fame, right? Michigan Golf Hall of Fame. You in uh, West Michigan Hall of Fame, right? Grand, Grand Rapids. I, I, I know. I, I know. We go We're going to work on that, Bill. Well, thanks, Mark. You can nominate me. They'll go, all right. He brings them on just to get nominated. He's going to. Well, hey, Bill brings Mark Wilson from uh, the PGA Golf Manager Program on a lot. Yeah, I, I already told Superfly, just as soon as I get my nomination, he's not coming back in. No, I'm, I, that doesn't bother me, even though I think Kayser refuses to come in studio because all we would do is talk about the fact that he's in the Hall of Fame and I'm not. And he goes, well, can we talk hockey? I go, no. Uh, I want to spend this 20-minute segment on how I have done a national talk show multi multiple national talk shows from Grand Rapids, and I'm not in the... Grand Rapids Sports Hall of Fame, but I'm not. I'm not lobbying for it at all. You're young, though. There's t- there's still plenty. I'm of Sixty one. I'll be sixty two in September. <laughs> That's young. It's young. Kaiser. I, I think I'm older than Kaiser, and he got in. He's voice of the Griffins. I almost said just voice of the Griffins. <laughs> but he's filled in for the Red Wings. Yes, he Come has. close to NHL jobs, but right. does a great job. He works for the Youth Foundation. Gives back to the kids but doesn't want to give me a plaque on the wall at Van Andel. Some are saying, oh, now you got Van Andel Arena as a sponsor. You guys just have them on because you're trying to work Rich McKeegan, who runs Van Andel Arena, to get you on the wall. I said, no, we're not doing that. Uh, We will talk more about Kepka, Scheffler, Victor Hovland. I want to get your thoughts on Michael Block coming up. One of the great weekend stories uh, away from a winner that I've ever seen on the PGA Tour. Uh, If you have a golf question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Your thoughts on the PGA Tour. Also, the best and worst in sports from the weekend is our Bush Light huge question of the day. You can join us live on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Locations all across Michigan. They just celebrated... Open up their new one in Saginaw for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Local decision makers, local team members, a bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. 1-866-838-4843. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Best and worst in sports from the weekend. And also, your moment for the PGA Championship has to be blocks hole-in-one, but you can join us. Throughout the broadcast, Mark Wilson in for a couple of hours talking golf on the only show willing to tell it like it is. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
Shop everything you need for Memorial Day with one stop at Meyer. Get buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. Buy five, save $5 on Aunt Millie Stadium Buns, Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24 pack, plus deposit where applicable. Sweet baby ray sauce and lace potato chips. Plus, have fun in the sun with 40% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Celebrate together and get the same prices online and in-store this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives and they can accommodate any group whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food and beverages just go to TullymoreGolf.com that's TullymoreGolf.com they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan less than an hour north of GR get more info at TullymoreGolf.com You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Monday broadcast of Superfly Hayes as our executive producer, one of the best in the business. A little threatened by our NBA playoff insider, Anthony Clark, who will join us tomorrow at 4.05 back in studio riding shotgun with me for at least a 20-minute segment. NBA playoff basketball is fantastic. Superfly was like, well, can't he just do it by the phone? I'm like, he's going to come in studio. Like Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official. Part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. One of our PGA and LPGA insiders will get to his thoughts on the two LPGA events coming to our state before the end of the hour. 
So we started off talking about Kepka. We'll get back to the conversation about him. We'll look ahead to the U.S. Open, uh, the next major in June, which I think is the same weekend as the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give at Los Angeles Country Club North on the West Coast, which will get some primetime golf. I always like that when you get a major on the West Coast. So uh, L.A. Country Club, it's not Riviera, right? No. No, it's not Riviera. It's L.A. Country Club North. Yeah. Yep. A great course. Have you been there before? Yes, I haven't been to L.A. Country Club. I was just going to say, how many big courses have you not been to when you've done 67 majors and also worked for the PGA Tour? How many years as a rules official? Well, my first major was the 1990 PGA at Shoal Creek in Birmingham, Alabama. Wow. Yeah. One one by Wayne Grady from Australia. There's a little... uh, Name you probably know everybody past. in the field. That's a name from the past. 1990. Yeah, you know, another club pro, Bob Boyd from Maryland, who just passed away, played really well that year, uh, was sort of in the same situation that Michael Block was in. We'll about talk that, about yeah, that later, too. Yeah, well. Club pro history. Yeah, club pro history. But uh, let's talk about the club pro, Michael Block. So I, I didn't watch any of it on Saturday. I was busy playing actually in a golf scramble down at Centennial Golf Club in beautiful Sunfeld with the Grand Ledge Boys from Preston Sports Bar. And so Sunday I settle in like I love to do on majors, didn't have anything going on with the kids, lock in around 2 o'clock, catch a, you know, one thirty, catch a little bit on the Golf Channel, flip it over to NBC or CBS who had the PGA yesterday. And I'm watching it, and I, I didn't see the start. I'm catching the golfers around 4 or 5, the leaders, right, Kepka and Hovland. And I see him cut to block, and it says plus two. And I'm thinking, what are they doing? Why am I seeing this guy? So this is my first connection to block yesterday around 2-ish, 2.30-ish, right? Three maybe, right? And I'm like, what are they doing? And then it gets going, and all of a sudden they start to tell a story. Now it gets closer to 4 or 5 o'clock, and here's a you know golf professional Club Pro, as they call him, Misha Viejo, California. I had to Google who this guy was. That, that was my initial thing. Like, who's this guy? Is, is he, I thought he was a local guy, and the crowd's roaring for him because he's from Rochester. It might have been the Club Pro at Oak Hill or one of them. And then I'm infatuated wanting to see every shot from the guy. And Jim Nance, no one delivers a big moment like Jim Nance does, do they? No, he is great. And he, he, is he really cuts good. in. And there's, you see Block teeing off on the par three, like 151 out. And yeah, on 15. 15 and dunks it. Dunks it. It went right in the hole. And the roar. The roar, Rory McElroy's reaction on how he was just loving the ride with a PGA golf professional. Rory, one of the biggest names ever in the game of golf and just everything coming together on a magical Sunday and Nance, you know, with the big drama delivery. And then now Block and Nance sets it up. He's trying to finish in the top 15. Will be an automatic invite to next year's PGA Championship. He can't quite catch the leader. And here we are riding the rest of the way till that up and down on 18 now in front of the crowd. And the way Block, you know, thumped his heart and held the ball to everybody. Did it with the hole-in-one. Did it with his final uh, par putt. Uh, it was just, it was magic. It really was. Well, it was. And, and uh, obviously, sort of the orig- origins of the game 
originally were the club professionals and even some of the greats uh, like Walter Hagen, you know, who worked at Oakland Hills, had to work at club jobs uh, originally when there wasn't the kind of money that players play for today. And obviously, as time has gone on and tour purses have gotten bigger and bigger, there's just become this wider gulf between a club pro in terms of playing ability and the tour pros. Plus, a lot of individuals who might have become club pros, say, in the last 20 or 30 years to play in PGA section events, are now playing in all of the other various opportunities, Canadian Tour, South American Tour. There are so many other places to play if you want to play and make a fairly decent living and not play on the PGA Tour. So this ability gap between the PGA Tour players and the club pros has gotten bigger. So when somebody like Michael Block steps up and plays so well, I think uh, everybody just can embrace that as uh, as such a such an outstanding story. Yeah, finishes fifteenth, gets the automatic entry into the PGA Championship in two thousand and twenty four. Pockets over two hundred and fifty grand. Last time he played on a PGA Tour event was January twenty fourth of this year, the Farmers Open at Torrey Pine South. Missed the cut, went seventy. 473 so you know he's not a bad golfer obviously if you're a PGA uh, professional he played well it wasn't like he had miracle shot after miracle shot I know the hole in one and the up and down on 18 was special but there, there was some connection there Mark and I the underdog I think that was a big part of it with the fans there those watching on TV the comments I saw on the huge show Facebook and Twitter pages at we, we, we love the underdog story. Absolutely, and this is a great underdog story. Now, each year, 20 club professionals qualify to play in the PGA Championship, and they qualify by virtue of competing in their PGA Professional Championship. In other words, the championship for the club pros. Now, Michael Block has also been the Southern California PGA Section Champion for a number of years and probably got in Torrey Pines, uh, maybe based on that section championship. And he won the 2014 PGA Professional Championship. So certainly he's not a stranger to competitions. But nevertheless, you just don't expect somebody who, by and large, is working in a golf shop, taking tee times, selling shirts, helping players find the first tee, giving a lesson or two. And then if they 150 can... 150 bucks an hour for a yeah, lesson yep. out there in Mission Viejo with... PGA Championship hero Michael Block. It's amazing. But you just don't expect when they're doing all of that for a living and then maybe squeezing in a little practice in, in an hour or so before the sun sets and maybe getting in a few holes after work, you just don't expect them necessarily to succeed at the PGA Championship. By the way, the Aurora Tribuca... Uh, golf Club Mission Viejo. Michael Block, official World Golf Rankings, came out today. He has gone up from place 3,580 to number 577 in the world. He bumped up a, a 3,000, <laughs> 3,000, uh, three spots. There you go. A top 15 finish at the PGA mm. Championship will do it. And... You know, any top finish in a major will always bump players up 
farther in the uh, world golf rankings. Scotty Scheffler, by finishing second, moved back to number one in the world yesterday, by the way. So he passed John Rahm again. Highest finish by a club pro at the PGA Championship since Lonnie Nielsen tied for sixth or tied for 13th. In 1986. Lonnie Nielsen was from the Met section. uh, And uh, so 86 would have been at Inverness, I believe, in Toledo. I love it. They didn't say the course at Mark Wilson, PJ Rules official. He's worked 67 majors calls, West Michigan home. He knows the golf course. But, you know, too. I tried to look smart like I was looking at his bio for Michael Block, and I'd throw little nuggets in there. You dropped the course. And then he didn't say the course. You remember it in 86. Lonnie Nielsen was a really nice man, too, just passed away recently. But some of your listeners may also remember talking about club pros. Buddy Witten, the longtime club professional at Blyfield Country Club in Belmont. 1983 PGA at Riviera that was won by Hal Sutton. After the first round, Buddy was tied for second. He shot 66. Then he shot 70. So he was still in the top 10. Then over the weekend, he just sort of faded just slightly, but still finished tied for 23rd at that 1983 PGA. So club professionals have had some success. Uh, Lynn Jansen, long time in Egypt Valley, had a couple of really good finishes in U.S. Opens and PGAs. That 79 uh, PGA at Oakland Hills, I think Lynn finished tied for 27th. So even some of our Michigan professionals have played pretty well and, and represented uh, the club pros pretty nicely. Didn't I, in terms of representing the gentleman from Alma, was it Lewis who played at Augusta as an amateur? Randy Lewis, right. And was that it an was, amateur? That was based on the USGA mid-am. That yeah. was, that so was he was an amateur, on, but he had a pretty good run there. Correct. At, at, at Augusta. Might have had a good, like a good opening round or good first two rounds or something yes, like that. Right. It was yeah. an Alma guy, wasn't Yes, it? and that was... Uh, I don't know, five, six years ago, yeah, I was gonna something say, like that. I remember that. Right. Yeah. And then more recently, we all remember Ben Cook from Caledonia, who made the cut at Kiowa. That was the year Phil won at Kiowa Island. And what, Ben finished? forty, About 40th. And, but he was there on the green when he, Phil got he, it. He just was. Like Low Michael club Block, pro. That's right? right. And then now I just read that Ben has moved to the Country Club of Lansing. Yes. Uh, and matter of fact, the Country Club of Lansing's PGA professional or is the head of the PGA Professionals. He was on the green yesterday at Oak Hill, correct? John Lindert, who's the head professional at the Country Club of Lansing, is the president of the PGA of America. The PGA of America's governance is, just like other organizations, it's governed by its own members. So John's a PGA professional, goes to work, you know, just like we talked about. He gives... Gives lessons, sells shirts, makes tea times, runs tournaments. But he's president of the PGA of America. And he's president of the PGA of America. The PGA, uh, like I say, both in the terms of the officers and its board of directors, all is member governed. Mark Wilson, PGA rules official, part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA golf management program. Also one of our PGA, LPGA Insiders joining us in studio. Next segment, Mark, will get your thoughts on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give, uh, which is coming to West Michigan Father's Day weekend, same weekend as the U.S. Open, and also the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club. That will be in July. We are talking golf here with Mark Wilson in studio on the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light so grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo New York all rights reserved Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing company ltd he first came to our attention as the guitarist in the legendary band traffic rock and roll hall of famer dave mason is coming to the devos performance hall may 25th with special guest the outlaws tickets are now on sale at ticketmaster.com one night only live on stage dave mason and the outlaws from 111 productions and danny zalisco presents imagine this winning big at soaring eagle take on the open road for harley davidson's 120th anniversary Saturdays in May, win a 2023 Street Glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Did you know that child abuse is 100% preventable? 100%. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police could use your help because you have the power to make that 100% dream a reality. Start by talking with your local police department and learn how you can work together to prevent child abuse right in your own community. 100% is within our reach, and our kids are counting on us to make it happen. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Monday broadcast presented by our friends from DraftKings. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, calls West Michigan home, part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, joining us in studio here for another hour talking about a great Weekend in golf, Brooks Kepka, fifth major, moves into the penthouse with uh, golf royalty. Uh, on the golf side here in the state of Michigan, we have a lot coming up. I know there's no PGA Senior Championship at Harbor Shores uh, in Ben Harbor, St. Joe this year. We'll be back. It's on a rotating every other year. But we have you know, the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give at the Plyfield Country Club in Plainfield Township. Father's Day weekend, recognized as one of the great stops on the LPGA Tour. Uh, we have the Rocket Mortgage Classic uh, in Detroit in July. We also have the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA 
team event in the Ally Challenge with the Champions Tour, the seniors. So, again, Michigan, you, know, you get to weather like this, we're recognized as one of the great golf states in America. Absolutely. Uh, uh, fourth largest number of golf courses of any state. I did not know that. Yeah, there are 800 golf courses in Michigan. I did not. You, you throw out something every time you're in, and I've known you for 10 years or had you on air. Yeah, the fourth, the, the fourth largest amount of golf courses in America in terms of states. Yeah, right? I think it's California, Florida, California, New York. And, uh, yeah, and partly because, and you can relate to this, there are a lot of smaller family-owned facilities and then some big ones that we're all aware of, too. A lot of public courses and a lot of private courses. What's your favorite pro event that's active in the state of Michigan right now that you like to go to? Well, you know, I would say the senior PGA Championship on every other year basis. This year, by the way, they're playing at the new home of the PGA of America at Frisco, Texas. So, uh, And it's this coming week. So if you're interested in watching on television, you'll see a golf course, PGA Frisco, that you haven't seen yet. You know, we'll talk more about uh, your favorite one in Michigan coming up uh, with the Meyer LBJ Classic, Dow Gray Lakes Bay Invitational, Rocket Classic, and more. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official in studio. Remember, if you miss any interview or conversation, our podcasts are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.